Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Every Tuesday on Life 107.1, Taylor and Jen talk to Dr. Heidi Warner about healthy relationships. Dr. Heidi, as much as we would love it, our kids do not stay one age. They don't. They grow up. And especially with teens, that means that our parenting style has to grow up too. What does that look like? I need help. (laughs) I mean, I have a friend that needs help. Sure, sure. Of course. Let's talk about your friend. Yes, yes. So your kids are little. You get to say things like, because I said so. For a two-year-old, you want them to wash their hands poorly because I said so. That does not work with middle schoolers and teenagers. No, it doesn't. Their job is to grow up and to become thinking members of society that can assess their own behavior, decide whether it's a good choice or a bad choice, and then act responsibly out of that kind of internal assessment. They do not all of a sudden become good at that. They need practice. Mm. But what practice looks like is them saying, Mom, why? Dad, why? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Why can't I do this? And so they're asking all these questions, but it's really because they're learning how to think and learning how to make decisions. And it's our job as parents not to just control their behavior, but to help them become fully functioning members of society and fully functioning believers. This is a spiritual issue. They need to learn how to think for themselves. It's not just about curfew. Hmm. So what this looks like is your teenager comes in like, hey, I think I should have a later curfew. You're like, no, absolutely not. We already talked about this, right? (laughs) Why are you questioning me? Instead of responding that way, Think about stepping and say, okay, wait a minute. Why do you think it's a good idea that you stay out later tonight? Find out what their motivation is. You may or may not agree with their motivation, and you may or may not decide that, yes, you can stay out a little bit later tonight to go to the volleyball game, but then come right home. But having that conversation and slowing it down communicates respect to your teen and lets them know you're not just a black and white parent. You're recognizing that they might actually have a legitimate perspective that you're willing to consider. I'm curious about you, Mm -hmm. Taylor, because you have such a great relationship with your parents. What did it look like when you were 14, 15 and 16? And I mean, was there a lot of the give and take in the negotiation or were you just like, okay? I was a very okay based kid. But but here's the thing that they did a lot of times is they would give me choices. But it was Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a fill in the blank. It was a multiple choice. Sure. Do you want to do this or do you want to do this? Not what do you want to do? Wow. And so they gave me the kind of the independence to choose something, but they still kept some boundaries around there. So I would choose something that was okay. It's like a teenager in a playpen. There you go. (laughs) I didn't even realize I was in it. (laughs) But that's great because you're learning to think it through and you're not feeling like do this or else. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's the do this or else that breeds rebellion for some kids and anxiety in other kids because some kids internalize that stress. You know, and I think it's great when you're giving them those choices to have a built in feedback loop. Okay, you don't want me emailing your teachers about your grades. Okay, you can take on that responsibility. But here's how we will know that it's working. Mm. If you are able to successfully manage your own homework responsibility and grades, if you're able to maintain this level of performance, then that's fine. I will not email your teachers. However, if you get behind, if you're struggling, you know, at this level, then I'm going to have to get involved. So parenting becomes an if then statement. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And that- as you're determining what success looks like for them taking on more responsibility, 
Is it a good idea to expect a little bit less success than there was when you were taking control? Or do they need to maintain the same level of right. the schoolwork thing? Right. Like if, if they miss one assignment, are they suddenly, okay, that didn't work? Or do you kind of expect them to fall off a little and hopefully improve? Depends on what your goal is. If your goal is just to have a good performer, you better crack down on that. But if your goal is to help them understand how to manage their own behavior and how to manage struggles and hard things, then you do not want to come down like a hammer. Mm. You want to slow down and say, well, your strategy didn't work quite super well there. What else do you want to try before I get involved? Right? Do you think that's what God does with us? <laughs> I mean, I he, has, so. <laughs> he has so much grace right. with us. Right. You know, right. he doesn't come down with a hammer every time right. we mess up or I'd be a grease spot on the wall. Right. You know, <laughs> I know that we aren't perfect and we can't parent exactly the way God parents us Mm -hmm. but it seems as though grace is a big part of the way he loves us as his children and it's such a gift to our kids because when we give them that grace one thing we're also saying is like you're gonna figure it out you haven't learned how to quite do this young adult teenage thing yet but i am confident that you will figure out how to be a good teenager i'm confident that you'll figure out how to manage your life and we're predicting that success for them and that's where their confidence comes from it doesn't come from being perfect. Confidence comes from, I can figure this out and I'm going to be okay. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. Is there something you'd like to hear Dr. Heidi talk about? You can send your suggestions to Heidi at life1071.com.